Can you believe we are at the end of 2022? Can you believe, literally, today is December 29th, 2022, in three days we are going to be in a brand new year. Oh my gosh, where did the time go? My name is Dorley Quintero and I am your host of Not Another Fucking Podcast. In today's episode, I am going to be sharing the biggest lessons and things I have learned in 2022 and what I am letting go of for this year and what I am welcoming in for 2023. Grab your drink, your water, your coffee, whatever it is that you are sipping on, and let's chat all things life. As I sit here and ponder 2022 and all of the blessings that it has brought, all of the people I have met, all of the people I have helped, helped heal, all of the people who have helped me in my journey, helped heal me, I can't help but feel an overwhelming sense of gratitude. I'm so grateful for what this year has brought into my life and how it has changed me in so many different ways and pushed me to my limits. While I am super grateful, I also want you to know the truth is that it's been hard. This year has been really fucking hard. And I say this candidly because I know that someone out here listening right now agrees with me. While there were so many beautiful things that happened this year, there were also so many things that were scary and heavy and painful. And those are the things that we don't like talking about. It's so much easier to sit here and journal all of the things that we're grateful for, but we fail to talk about the lessons and the mistakes that are made along the way. This episode is going to be featuring everything. I haven't talked about myself in a long time. Well, maybe, maybe I have. Maybe you're listening to this and being like, wait, what are you talking about? You talk about yourself all the time. Maybe I have. But this is going to be a vulnerable episode for me, sharing all of the things, the people I've lost, the people that have come, and letting you know that you truly are not alone in some of your feelings. And the holidays just passed us, and so many of us struggled with the feeling of loneliness and a brand new reality. And all of this is just going to be an intimate conversation, so that way you know that you can do this. Because you've done hardship before, and you can welcome in amazing things if you can't see them right now. The only time you should ever look back is to see how far you've come, and that is what we're doing. That is what we are doing right now. So I'll start with my first lesson. And my first lesson is that I learned it's okay to be a little mad at God. It's okay. It's so easy to be grateful and feel joy when things are going right. It's so easy. We all do. And when things go wrong, our faith goes with it. And it's okay to be mad at God. And I'm saying this because in the past month and a half, I have really gotten stuck in my head by living in the future and not knowing what will come for my business, what will come for my life coaching, what will come. And it affected me. And there was one day that I wrote in my journal, I'm taking a break from you, God. And when I wrote it, I had tears going down my face because I am the most spiritual person that you can ever meet. But in that moment, I felt so low. My life was filled with doubt 
And in that doubt, the devil crept in and he told me that I wasn't going to do shit with my life. And I wrote that down. I didn't realize how it felt or what I meant until I said it out loud. And I told my husband I was taking a break from God. And he just looked at me and said, no, you're not. Don't you say that. And in that moment, I felt the sting. But I was so mad and so engulfed in my feelings that I just allowed myself to feel them. I didn't judge myself. I just let it. And I realized that I'm human and I'm going to make mistakes and I am going to falter and I'm going to lose my footing sometimes. The point is to get back up. But I just pulled up the passage and it was actually not a few months ago. It felt like a few months ago. I wrote this on December 5th. Bear with me because my voice might crack as I get in here and I share with you a very vulnerable, hard time in my mind, in my life on December 5th. Here's what I wrote. God, you must love me so much. Everything feels like a test and I'm fucking failing. I'm taking a break from you today. As I read that, it's maybe like two sentences. But in that moment, I was so low. And I was scared. About what was to come. What wasn't happening quick enough. I was wondering if I had made a mistake. And I was heavy. I was really, really heavy. Suffering with my thoughts and not knowing where I was going to go and feeling guilty for being a human, feeling completely out of control. And really, I think at this time, I was thinking of even going back to work in a job that I couldn't stand. But that's how low I got. And that's the truth. And the only reason I'm sharing this with you is because I know some of you need to hear it. Some of you have felt completely low and alone in your head and your thoughts, feeling like you're the only one with this problem, but you're not. There is an entire planet rotating right now with people all over the world who are battling their own silent demons, silent battles, wars, and the more that we talk about it, the closer we will feel to one another. When I decided to record this episode, I had no idea it was going to go in this direction, but I have the most amount of faith in God. And in that moment, I didn't, but right now I do. And I feel stronger and stronger than ever. And I'm sharing this with you to give you hope. You have to have hope. You have to have faith. Because I want to remind you, you've done hard things before. You've done hard things before. This is not the only time you've fallen on your face. And this will not be the last time. But in this moment, you need to have faith and hope that you will get through this and you will do everything that you set your mind to. You just have to have the courage to keep going. I had to catch my breath. I 
went into my head for two seconds thinking, Dora, what are you doing on your podcast? Crying. But this is real. This is raw. This is vulnerable. I am being vulnerable. And being vulnerable is what got me here today. Being vulnerable is what got me in your speakers today. Because if I don't tell you how I'm feeling, how do I expect you to tell me how you are feeling? That is not the way it works. My intent is always to be the type of life coach that will do the work, that will walk through the fire with you, that will be honest about how hard things really are, and that will match her words to her actions. That is who I strive to be. And that is why I share that very vulnerable part with you. And I will not stop. You will hear more of this for me in this upcoming year. The second biggest lesson that I have learned is that not everyone is for me. This is a continuous lesson in my life. Not everyone is for me. We take things personally when people don't accept us or love us or when we show up with the biggest heart and we try to help others. But people do not think like us. They have a vision of how they view the world in their own way, the same way that we do. And it can be hard. It can be hard when you feel like you're trying to prove your worth to someone over and over, trying to say, hey, look at me, I'm good. I can help you. I will be there with you and stand there with you. But ultimately, we all have our own agendas and that's okay. And not everyone is for you. And I learned that this year, not everyone is for me, but the people who are for me are my ride or die people. Those people are my humans. And whether it be in my personal life or on my Instagram, there are people that I connect with on such a deep level that I know wouldn't be possible if it wasn't for social media, for the internet, for podcasting, for the work that I'm doing. But the same way that I learned that not everyone is for me, the same way that I realized that I don't want to be for everyone because I am talking to a specific person. I am talking to a person that I was, a person that I am, a person that I strive to be. And not everyone is like me and that is exactly the way it should be. But I am not going to kick myself anymore for the people that I've taken it personal when they don't receive my message in the way that I want them to. The third biggest lesson is pouring from an empty cup. I can no longer pour from an empty cup. I have learned that it is impossible to reach the amount of people that I want to reach if I am stretched thin, if I'm exhausted, if I'm resentful, if I continuously give to others way more than I give to myself. In order for me to show up and be the best person that I can be, I have to pour into myself. It is crucial to my well-being. Otherwise, I'm going to give people tiny little fragments of me and my existence that do not portray my entire vision, my entire picture, my entire heart. And when I'm tired, when I've hit the wall, when I'm burned out, I'm not any good to anyone around me, especially myself. 
And we've always had this idea or this stigma in society and our culture that being selfless is actually a good thing. That being selfless is like wearing a badge of honor, that we must put others' needs in front of ours. But I realized this year that that's a bunch of bullshit. We cannot do that. Not only does that betray us and we abandon ourselves slowly, but we also learn and program our brain to put our own needs aside. We are constantly trying to serve other people first. Like I'm thinking of being in the kitchen. Sometimes I'm the last one to eat because I am so busy running around trying to get everybody's plates going and making sure they have warm food and gave giving them seconds. And the next thing you know, I'm sitting there and I plop myself on the table and I go, <sighs> and I take a deep breath and it almost feels like a job or a burden to feed myself with the food I just made. And we learn to do that. When we put other needs first, we learn and we think it's normal to ignore ourselves but we slowly chip away at our soul we slowly chip away at the ability to help other people because we are not operating from our 100 percent full selves so i've been really intentional this year about pouring into myself not just superficially like getting my nails or my hair done but it's meditation it's getting outside and walking and listening to podcasts and looking for signs. I look for signs everywhere I go. I meet people in the grocery store and I have conversations and I get to know other people and that genuinely fills me up because we are all struggling or going through something and it's just such a beautiful feeling to connect with other people and to really bring it full circle. So this year has been a year of me doing that and making sure that I don't get to a point where I am all the way run down and feeling like I just can't go on anymore. It's not healthy for me. It doesn't serve me. And if this is you, I hope that you make some plans to pour into yourself and to take a look at, take inventory of the things that you are pouring into. Are you pouring into people that don't serve you? Are you pouring into drama? Are you pouring into unhealthy relationships? Because if you are, you are going to continuously pour and pour and pour into a cup that has a big hole in it. You are never going to fill that cup, never going to fill that void. Take a look at it because that is taking a lot of your energy if you feel like that's happening to you right now. My fourth biggest lesson is the people who are God's business. Some people who don't want to change, some people who continuously make excuses, some people who self-sabotage, who their actions don't align with their words, they are God's business. I am not responsible for fixing them and healing them. I am not responsible for wearing that burden on my back and trying to carry them to the finish line. I cannot do that. That has been such a major lesson for me this year. And being that I'm a natural helper and I really truly do want to help and get people to understand why they do what they do and the root of the pain and how to unlearn and relearn healthy coping skills and how to unlearn maladaptive ways of living, I can't help them all. As much as I want to, they are God's business. That is something I learned this year. I learned it from my spiritual advisor who is a major, major part of my journey 
Some people are God's business. And if they're willing to go to their grave unhappy, then that's on them. And I cannot force anyone to change. I cannot bully anyone into changing. The only thing I can do is worry about myself and focus on those who do want to change. Focus on those who are ready to heal. And that truly is the hardest thing about healing and doing therapy and doing inner work is that there are people around us who are just not ready. Either they're not, they're not ready right now or they will never be ready, but it's really hard. I want to acknowledge this for you and I want to validate you because if you are on this journey and you've done all this work and there are people that you love who you know can benefit from this, who you want to have a beautiful relationship with because you've seen this beautiful version of yourself. I know it's hard. I know it's hard when we want them to come with us. We want them to change. But some people are going to be stuck two streetlights behind us with their car broken down in traffic while you are on your way to your future. And that's okay. That was a huge lesson for me. Not taking it personally and letting people have their own time because we all have free will. And we all get to decide when we do what we do. And we all get to decide how long we are going to prolong our suffering. My fifth biggest lesson is very, very, very personal to me. And I'm going to share it with you because that's how I roll. My fifth biggest lesson is my marriage. My marriage was a major lesson for me this year. If I want to have a happy, healthy marriage, I need to get my ass up and work. And my husband needed to do the same. I didn't realize that we were going to be tested. This year was the biggest test of my relationship. It was hard. There were really lonely, scary days when I trapped myself in my head, when I told myself I had made a decision. I felt so afraid for the future, afraid for my kids. But when I sat down and put my ego aside and really looked at the ways that I was responding out of survival mode, the wounds that were being touched on during arguments, the old ass triggers that existed inside of me that I thought were gone because I'm 38 and the trauma should have passed me by now were still there. And I needed to dig deep. I needed to continue therapy. I needed to go into the dark places in my heart that were tainted and wounded. And I needed to look at that if I wanted to survive the next leg of my life with my husband. And I did. And my biggest lesson was that I needed to put in the work. But it's both ways. We both did it. We both put in our own work in our own way. And we continuously do this. And I was reminded of this the other day when we were out and ordering drinks. A woman asked us, she was a, a waitress, asked us how long we've been together. And we told her 15 years, 16 years in July. And she said, wow, I'm really surprised that you said that because you act like newlyweds. And you look like you really fit together as a couple. And that was affirmation that we have spent so much time doing the work that we now feel like and look like that again. Because for a while we get lost. For a while we just go on living in autopilot, right? Surviving almost like roommates. But being at this point together and doing the work and seeing that it shows to others, not that it matters if they see it or not, but 
it really does feel like it's possible to fall in love all over again and to feel like a newlywed again once you put in the hard work. And my last biggest lesson that I have learned this year is God. I cannot just look at God when I need him. I cannot only come to him when I'm on my knees and I'm struggling. I have to look at God every single day of my life. God, the universe, whatever it is that you want to call him. It's so easy to only look at him when things are falling apart and blame him. Because that's what we do. That's what we do. That's what I did. And it's important that we stay connected and rooted into our faith and anchor ourselves into something bigger than us. Because there is something bigger than us out there, whether you believe it or not. You're not the biggest thing out there, even though it feels like you are. And letting go of that control. Letting go of control and just allowing life to happen for us. Being disciplined enough to do the work and to show up every day is huge. But also turning to God on the good days, on the happy days, on the days you get the best news. Not just the days you not on just the days that you get the worst news, but it's so important to stay rooted to something bigger than us and to make a conscious effort to think about our relationship with God every single day of our lives, even if it's not going the way we want to. Stay rooted, stay faithful, have hope, because if you are going through this, if you are learning a lesson, chances are it's going to keep repeated, repeating to you until you actually learn it. And once you do, everything opens up. And I think that's my biggest one right there. That's my biggest one is to not just look for him in the dark, but see him in the light. Okay, so switching gears. We are going to switch gears into the things I am letting go of in 2022. What is something that I am not going to be bringing with me into the new year? And the first thing that comes to my mind is people who do not match my values. That is who I am letting go of in 2022. I can no longer carry the burden of trying to convince other people of who I am, of what my heart is, and what I'm about. If people do not match my values, I cannot bring them with me into the new year because it's going to feel like a hurdle every single time. And it is so important to me to surround myself with people who really align with my core values of integrity, honesty, transparency, vulnerability, authenticity. If I cannot be myself around someone, I no longer want to be around them. And I hope that you take this in for yourself because when we do this, when we surround ourselves with people that we cannot be ourselves around, we drain the energy out of our bodies so quickly and we forget who the fuck we are and it knocks us off our path and we don't show up in the way that we want to because we're not being honest with ourselves we're not sharing our true emotions our ideas we are not being who we are meant to be and if you're doing that it's extremely lonely it's so lonely sometimes when we are surrounded by the wrong people we can feel lonely But I want to remind you, if that's how you're feeling, maybe you're in the wrong room with the wrong people. So it's important for me to make sure that I let go of that in 2022. Another thing that I am letting go of in 2022 is people whose actions don't match their words. 
Simple. How many times have you met someone in your life or you have someone in your life right now who say one thing but do something differently? I just cannot. I just cannot sit and wait anymore for someone to decide to get their shit together. It's so draining for people to deal with that, for me to deal with that. And if your actions do not match your words, that is something that is staying in 2022 and that is not coming with me into this new year. I am also leaving behind running away, running away when shit gets hard, because that is my survival skill is flight. Running away when things get hard in my business, with relationships, with myself, It's so easy to run away, shut down, withdraw, turn off, and not share. But when we do that, when I do that, I go into my head and it's like living with a boogeyman, living with a boogeyman in my head, thinking that I am completely alone and not facing these hard conversations. And it is so important for me to let go of running away. I am going to run towards a resolution, run towards my future and run towards coming up with something that is going to make me happy rather than running away when shit gets hard. Now for the fun part. What am I welcoming in this new year? What are my intentions for 2023? My intentions for 2023 is to be completely open and ready for anything that comes my way in a way that I will not judge or worry about what's happening. I will just allow, I will flow with 2023 and be ready with open arms for when things happen, because I know that they will, because God's timing is always perfect. Even if I don't like it, it's always perfect. And when I'm ready to have all of the blessings I know I am going to have, I'll be ready. And that is my intention. My intention is to stay open and stay available because life can happen to us rather quickly and I'll be ready for that moment. I also intend to love on those who love me, love them as hard as they love me and really reciprocate in that with each other, with my kids, with my husband, with my family, with my close friends to make room and make time to disconnect and bring myself back to reality, back to the things that matter, back to asking for help if I need it, to receiving help and allowing people to pour into me the same way that I pour into them. My intention is to be conscious of that because sometimes it can feel overwhelming in our own heads, but there are people around us who are wanting to love on us as much as we want to love on them. And my intention is to be ready for them and to just let them pour, let them pour into me and me into them. Another intention that I have is to give my big worries to God. On days that I feel things are too heavy, on days that I feel like I don't know how I'm going to keep going, how, where the money is going to come from, from my business, where ideas are going to come from, where books are going to be published, all of the things that I don't know the future or the outcome of. I'm going to give that to God. I'm going to give all of that to God because those things are huge and they are not for me to worry. And I intend to stay focused on me and my journey and everything else can go into God's hands because he can handle everything. And all I have to do is trust. 
Thank you so much for listening to Not Another Fucking Podcast. I hope that this episode was helpful for you and you were able to reflect on some of the things that you are wanting to let go of, some of the things that you are wanting to allow into your life, and some of your worries that you want to give to God. Because life can feel heavy sometimes and overwhelming. And I want you to remember that sometimes problems only exist in your head. They only exist in your worries and your anxiety, and they don't really deserve to be in your space. And I hope that this episode will put that into perspective for you. I also want to share that I opened up the analytics for the podcast just now, and we are officially in nine different countries. Nine! Like, listen to me, people. Nine different countries. I show up. I am sitting here in my bed alone recording this episode. Nine different countries? Oh my God, I am eternally grateful to you, to the people who show up every single time, every week, every other week to listen and indulge. And really, I hope that you get a friend in your speakers. I hope that you get someone who understands you and someone who doesn't judge you. That is my entire intention of this podcast is so that you know you're not alone in this big world. And I'm just so grateful this would never, ever have been possible without you and your support. Please, please, if you like this episode, share it with someone. Share it with someone. Start your new year with it. Start your vision board. Let's start thinking about the things we're going to welcome and things we're going to let go of. And let's go. 2023 is our year. Let's do it. Thank you so much for listening to Not Another Fucking Podcast. I hope that this episode was helpful for you and you were able to reflect on some of the things that you were wanting to let go of, some of the things that you were wanting to allow into your life, and some of your worries that you want to give to God. Because life can feel heavy sometimes and overwhelming. And I want you to remember that sometimes problems only exist in your head. They only exist in your worries and your anxiety and they don't really deserve to be in your space. And I hope that this episode will put that into perspective for you. I also want to share that I opened up the analytics for the podcast just now, and we are officially in nine different countries. Nine! Like, listen to me, people. Nine different countries. I show up. I am sitting here in my bed alone recording this episode nine different countries oh my god i am eternally grateful to you to the people who show up every single time every week every other week to listen and indulge and really i hope that you get a friend in your speakers i hope that you get someone who understands you and someone who doesn't judge you that is my entire intention of this podcast is so that you know you're not alone in this big world and i'm just so grateful this would never ever have been possible without you and your support please please if you like this episode share it with someone share it with someone start your new year with it start your vision board let's start thinking about the things we're going to welcome and things we're going to let go of and let's go 2023 is our year let's do it